Hello and welcome to all of our agents, trainers, Pikmin bloomers, ballers, lightship pilots, eighth wall advertisers, and our beloved explorers and wayfinders. Welcome to episode 65 of the Wayspotters podcast. Wayspotters is brought to you by the good people at the Pokemon Professor Network. And guess what? Today is Friday, April the 7th. 2023, and I am one of your hosts, Blame Jamal, and with me, as always, is our other host, all the way from the great white north of Canada, Professor Gla, aka Chris. Chris, hey man, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you doing? You know, it's been a week, right? It has been a week. It has <laughs> been a week. Well, Chris, before I get to your opening remarks, I just want to say we here at the Wayspotters podcast are here to support all the trainers in urban cities and rural townships. This past week has been a tough one for the Niantic community, and I've seen on Twitter how the changes Niantic is making has affected and is affecting as and is affecting our brothers and sisters that play all of the games, and in this case, Pokemon Go. Many rural trainers are saying they don't have a lot of options for Pokestops and gyms in their local area. Well, I can tell you this, the Wastewaters podcast has been reading and listening to all of the messages on Twitter and other social medias, and we definitely want to do our part to help the underserved rule trainer. So we're dedicating this episode of the Wastewaters podcast to trainers outside of the big cities. We're going to try to help you get creative and find ways to add more POIs to your local Wayfarer and get them on the game board. By nature of you being located in a more rural or remote area, this is going to be a team effort. So I'm also going to call on all of my brothers and sisters in those big old cities to take a drive out to the countryside and help these trainers out, help them find POIs to get them in the game. So Chris, there's been two things that I've heard this week. You want to know what they are? What's that? All right. Number one, there are no POIs in my village, town, or area. And number two, there is no local community to gather to do any raids. So here's the message we want to get to all the people affected by this. In order to get more POIs in your area, we need you to identify three things when looking for a good candidate to submit as a waste spot that could potentially turn into a, uh, a Pokestop or a gym. We want you to find a good place to explore, a good place to be social, and a good place to exercise. Chris, what are your thoughts on these changes and more importantly, helping us help out rural trainers and rural communities? I think it's important that we kind of reach out to all those communities that are definitely underserved. Um, there's a lot of people in the discourse that I'm in and, on, and I've seen on Twitter saying, hey, there's there's nothing in my area. Right. So it's I think it's incumbent on everyone to to do what we did back in 2016, you know, go out there, meet new people. Um, find those waste spots, put them into the game and try and build your community back up. Because I think that's, that's not necessarily, that's kind of what we need as, as, a, as a planet right now. We need to get back to normal, the way things were before. So I really want to, I want to take some time and, and volunteer and, and really help those people in the rural areas who don't necessarily have a lot of POIs, but there might be a lot of POIs in their city or their town. Yes. So that want to be able to help them. Yeah, that's the key thing that I want to focus on right now. I, I don't necessarily want to get into the controversy of what mm -hmm. Niantic has yep. done or what they're planning to do. It's done. As of today, yeah. the the prices for raid passes have gone up and the limits have gone on. You can only do five a day. 
What I think we want to focus on as a podcast is now that you're in this situation, you're in a rural community. I've seen those screenshots of people who put the little videos on where they, you know, make a circle with their, with their avatar and there's nothing around there. Mm -hmm. I get it. It sucks. So let's find ways to teach you Wayfair, right? We've got a lot of new listeners in the last couple of weeks. If you're listening to this and you're affected by these changes and you don't have anything near you, hopefully by the end of this podcast, Chris and I will give you some ideas of things in your local area that you can go and find and nominate. And then we can further help you understand how the reviewing process goes so you can earn those upgrades so you can have something in your area. It's not a snap your fingers and all of a sudden you're going to have all this stuff by you. You're still not going to be able to have a couch portal or a home stop. Those things still aren't eligible. But one thing that I know Chris loves to talk about is mom and pop shops in your local area, the local mm-hmm. soda shop, the local restaurant, <clears throat> all of these things can be eligible. And hopefully by the end of today, we will have, have found some of those, help you have found some of those in the area. So call this Jamal's call in action to existing wayfinders and explorers to get out in those rural communities and help the people out so they can enjoy all of the Niantic games, not just Pokemon, but Pikmin, Parado, Ingress, and all of the other Niantic adjacent properties like A-Realm that you can do. So Chris, do you want to take us into topic number one? Sure thing. Topic number one. Now on the Wayspotters podcast, we give you topic number one. All right, topic number one. Uh, we wanted to start first, but how you get started in Wayfair. So getting started in Wayfair is super, super easy, but there is a bit of a level gate. So you gotta be level 10 in Ingress or level 37 in Pokemon Go. Level 37 in Pokemon Go is by far way easier to achieve. For than sure, you don't have to get any badges or medals or any of that stuff. No. And with, with the friendship, the way that it is in Pogo right now, you can breeze yeah. to level 37. So it's not that hard. Um, but yeah, that's, it's super, super easy. Um, there is a test that you need to pass in order to, to get started in Wayfair. So I watched a video last night because it's been so long since, since I got started, I don't even remember how it works and I'm sure that it's changed and it has, um, there, so you go in and it makes you read the eligibility criteria and the rejection criteria, and you have to go through it. So our advice do not just scroll through right. it, read it. It's a lot of information, but it's and a lot test, of good like information. you said, it's different than when um, I took it. They, they revamped the test a while yes. ago. So now you have to take the test before you can review and submit. Yes. I, I, I honestly, I think they change the questions on the test every year because I saw a couple of videos um, from like a year and a half ago. And people oh, were like, really? questions were different for me. Okay. So... Yeah, I think I think they they change it up every once in a while. So, our my advice don't don't go Google those videos <laughs> like I did. Um, stick to the cri- right. the criteria that Niantic has on the Wayfarer website, so you, and you'll be fine. The questions no, aren't that hard, from what I saw, and it's it's not like they go too too deep. Um, it's like, hey, this is a, a sign for a park. Is this right. description good? Right. Um, this is like a, a decorative flower bed. Is the location correct? 
and you can clearly see it on the map. So it's right. don't you know not it. to get on a tangent. You know what um, I wish they would do is every year you'd have to retest based on the current criteria. Yes. We could do a whole show on that because that would make some people mad because some people. Some people <laughs> still reject stuff that is currently in the guidelines, but they're like, no, this wasn't eligible in 2019. So, uh, anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. But yeah. let's, let's do a whole show on that. All right. Uh, all right. So now that you, once you've gone through and you've done the test and you've passed, uh, there's 10 questions. Um, I believe that you have, I don't know what the, the pass fail is on that. I could not find any information on that in typical yeah, Niantic fashion. Um, I don't. I don't think I'm, I would imagine eighty percent. Like you got to get eight out of the ten correct. Um, but like I said, it's not that hard. I looked at a couple of videos and they were you can breeze through it. Um, there's no time limit, so don't feel like you're rushed. Oh, and also re remember the the new update time. is if you fail the test, you can take it again in fifteen minutes. So there there used to be a gate yes. on it where you if you fail the test, yeah, you had to wait a while to take it again. Then if you fail it a second time. You could never take it again. You were banned from Wayfair. But now you can take it as many yeah, times as you want. Harsh. But there's a 15-minute gate in between. And that 15 minutes is meant for you to go back and do a little more studying. So if you if you have test anxiety, yeah. like sometimes I do, don't worry about it. You don't. Mm. It's not old school where you had twice to do it and you were done. This is a little more forgiving. Mm-hmm. And here, here's my offer to all our listeners. If you have to go and take the test, you take the test, and you're not sure about a question, take a screenshot, yeah. DM it. I might not get to you right away, but I will take a look, and I will explain to you what the right answer is, and I will explain to you why. That's the more important right part. Answer. Show your work. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So go through it. Do it. And if you happen to fail, send me the ones that, that you think were, that you might have answered wrong. That's going to be the theme of this podcast, because I'm going to say that very same thing that you said. I'm going to invite people to DM me and email me several times during the podcast. And as you guys listen, you'll understand why. But yeah. I think that's going to be a constant theme that Chris and I are putting ourselves out there to be good community partners. And we want to help people who need the help. So, all right. What's up next? Absolutely. So now that you've passed and you've put your submission in, you've done your nomination, um, when does your POI show up? So that is a whole, something that we could do at a whole other show on as well, um, inclusion rules. But first thing you want to do after you've submitted your nomination is go back into the Wayfair website and double check your work. Like Jamal just said, check your work. Um, make sure that all your spelling is correct, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff is good. Um, while you're there, do a bunch of reviews. We want you to do 25 to 30 reviews for every submission that you put in. Because remember, if you're putting in submissions, so are other people. And the more stuff that you help get through the system, the quicker your stuff will get through the system. So, and then you're going to have to wait. It's... It's not a snap your finger and get it into the, into the map kind of thing. Um, some places like where I live, you get a re resolution in a week. More rural areas, your yeah, Jamal gives me uh, gives me crap every time. A I week, that. that's like a dream. Um, it is, yeah. And I don't want to tell you the truth. Not, it's getting a lot quicker from what I've heard. There's a lot of people who are just like I usually wait years. That they're getting theirs back in weeks, right? I've so, got some. I've got some that are still six months out. So 
punchline is Ooh. Niantic made changes. You want waste spots. You found something cool. You submitted it. How long does it take? I don't know. We don't have those answers. It's, mm. it's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, I think what's happening is they're, they've, they're pushing through some of the newer stuff quicker while they work through the backlog. So I've tried, I believe they're trying to encourage new people to get out there and do their wayfinding. So they've got this new stuff going through quicker to encourage people. Yeah, to, it it's very discouraging. Like if you put something, a couple things in, and then it's six months later and you've still got no answers on your first two, why would I do I submitted 15, something right? four days ago and it went into voting after two days. But then I have stuff that I submitted three weeks ago and it's still in queue. So, but, still but to queue, the real yeah. people who are, who are, uh, you know, experiencing this, don't get discouraged. If you don't submit something to go into Wayfair for your local community, you're never going to have a way spot. So even if it takes a little bit of time, yeah. don't get discouraged, put it out there. So hopefully, like I said, you'll understand why. So. Now, Chris, now that your POI is in Wayfair, let's talk about like the nuts and bolts of reviewing, right? And the reason why I want to go to reviewing yes. is because most people who are not in Chris's part of Canada, and I'll just leave that there, need upgrades. I need upgrades, <laughs> right? I, I need upgrades. And, yep. and let me explain what an upgrade is. So when you're talking about Wayfair and you're talking about reviewing POIs, You'll see your avatar, a picture of yourself at the center of the screen, and there'll be a number underneath it. Every time you vote on a POI and you vote in the way that the rest of the community votes, you will get an agreement. All right. Once you get 99 agreements and you get to the 100, then you will earn an upgrade. So that means if I see a POI and it's let's say it's a playground and a park, a park and a playground, and I'm like, this should be in the Lightship database. And the rest of the community, the rest of the people who vote on that agree, yes, this 100% should be on the, on the Lightship database. That means I get an agreement. You also get an agreement if you're like, this is cold as hell, and this should not be in the Lightship database, you also get an agreement for that. As I said, once you get 100 agreements, then you get an upgrade. And what an upgrade is, is you can use that upgrade and apply it to one of your nominations. And it gets, Niantic doesn't want to say fast-tracked, but what happens is it gets exposed to a wider audience. So, if, for example, I'm in Charlotte, North yeah. Carolina. There's a finite box of people that see my nomination within, call it, I don't know, 20, 30 kilometers. I don't know what it is. There's a box. It's an L6. For those of you who know who the S2 sells. If I apply an upgrade, it doesn't get pushed to the top, but it'll expand. So people in nearby states, so you go over to Tennessee, you go down to Georgia, you go up to Virginia, all around, it expands it to a much wider area. More people see it, more people vote on it. So an upgrade will go through faster. So people commonly say it gets fast tracked. It doesn't, it just gets more viewers on it. And the more reviewers, mm -hmm. the faster it goes. Now, Niantic has not disclosed to the public how many votes that you need on any one nomination in order for it to be approved, because yeah. there's a whole lot of cheating out there. Go back and listen to episode nine with A. Ferrandis. You'll know what we're talking about. So they don't want to mm -hmm. put that number out there because people could manipulate that number. But 
that's why I stress to people, not only do I want you to nominate, but like Chris said, I want you to do 25 to 30 reviews after you've nominated. So Chris, what criteria should I use if I'm a new reviewer to determine if the POI is worthy? There are three criteria. The big, big criteria is a good place to explore, a good place to be social, and a good place to exercise, right? right? So this is my Wayfire screen. And like Jamal was talking about, this is, so I have less reviews than I thought I did that I mentioned a couple of episodes. I thought I was close to 14,000, but I'm close to 12,000. Um, so you see the process, that's 7,963 agreements. So for every, like he said, every 100 of those, Will you, you get scroll an up for a second? Will you scroll so you up for look, a second have... to show the viewers um, right there? So, and explain, that's what I wanted to, can you explain that to them real quick, that part, the top part? Oh yeah, yeah. So this this is your upgrade percentage. So every time you get an agreement, this little circle here will creep closer and closer and closer up to the one hundred here. So that's how you know that's how close to an upgrade you are. So when you're close in the ninety range here, maybe push through and do some more reviews than you were doing before. Um, and typically, you'll have to wait a little bit for your agreement. Like if you do a hundred reviews today, you're not going to get a hundred agreements today. Um, it has to work through the system. So once other people review the thing, same things that you're reviewing, then it'll come to a resolution and then you'll get your agreement or you won't get your agreement. 70% um, is a pretty good area to be around. Um, I've seen people in the 60s, some people in the 80s. Um, but yeah, somewhere in that range is good. But once you've got your 100%, your it'll show up down here, upgrades available. And then oh, you can go into your you contribution have 11 tab. Wait, 30. I don't need them. Let me. Testone posted in the Discord. Do you know what I could do with 30 upgrades? I have 30 upgrades. I could like take over the world. If I could trade them to you, I would. If I could trade them to you, I would. I'm like physically annoyed right now. 30 (laughs) upgrades? Okay, continue. All right. I might even turn my camera. No, it's okay. Continue. I apologize. Um, Once you go to, you can go to your contributions here and click on, and then there you go, your upgrade. Oh, I thought you were going to use an upgrade. Um, <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, God. So for those of you listening to the podcast I, and not watching it on video, Chris hovered over upgrade, and I thought he was going to click it, and I was about to jump out of my chair, and then he's like, oh, God, no. So so as, as, a, good, <laughs> as a good practice from here on out, Listen to the podcast. Please listen to the podcast. But then go find us on YouTube and, and, and give a listen. Give a look at your favorite part of the show and let us know what you think. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, yeah, so yeah, you can use, you can hit upgrade next. So if you've got something in your contributions that you want to get auto upgraded, once you earn that upgrade, it'll automatically apply to that. So you don't have to go in and do it later. Right. So that's, that's a super handy thing to have. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how that works. So now let's talk about the stars. Let's go in and actually look at a review and, um, how do we go about handing those stars out? So this is something that, yeah, let's let's pull pull one. one. This is something that confuses a lot of wayfinders. 
because Niantic Wayfair has not been really clear on what they want us to do. Now, there used to be specific guidelines, like if it was a gazebo, you give it four stars. If it was this, you give it five stars. But they haven't been really clear, and they've teased us with this yes or no or green, red, yellow. They've teased us for about two years with that, but we still have got these five stars. So, Chris, do you want to go through this? And this has got snow on it, so I'm already happy. But do you want to go through this and and kind of walk (laughs) the listeners through? The viewers will be able to see it, but kind of walk the listeners through of what you're explaining and how you go about doling out stars when it comes to doing reviews on on Wayfair. Right. So the first thing that you want to look at is the picture. So I always click on it um, because you can zoom in on the picture. This one is a... For those who are listening, it is a, it looks like a puppy dog poop disposal station. Um, not exactly high on my list of things that I want on the Wayfarer map right. at, at the moment. Um, but say you're looking at it, you want to make sure that the, the your picture is centered. So the POI is in the center. This is in the center. Um, you want to make sure if there is snow in there, you want to make sure that the snow isn't obscuring the POI too much. Um, the lighting's good. Just, it's a good picture. Do you, would you want this picture to be on the photo disc or on the portal? Right. right? So once you're good there, I don't, I don't touch this until I've right. done. So the the, the five right? stars so, that are located under the main picture is kind of the determination of whether you're saying, do you want this to be a waste spot or not? So you don't touch that at all. You go through the rest of the nomination correct. before you go back and give it your thumbs up and thumbs down. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So that, yeah, these, these five stars here, right underneath the picture, that's the overall score that you want to give this waste spot. So then I go to title and description. So you read the title. Is the title Arbor's accurate? Puppy Station. Yes. This is an Arbor's Puppy Service Station. Um, the description is dog and puppy service station for Arbor community equipped with doggy food and drink station, doggy bags, and disposal bin. So now that tells me that this is more just somewhere where you can throw your. your it's almost like a. Right? It's almost this like a tells puppy me that little it's... free library, huh? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know now I'm now I'm more intrigued right. than I was before, right? Which is why you don't just look at the right. picture and go, oh, no, see you later, right? Um, are there spelling mistakes? No, I don't necessarily worry about punctuation. Um, at this point too, too much, as long as it's not egregious, right? So to me, that's accurate, right? I hate how it does that. So when you click your stars for title and description, it automatically scrolls you down. Before you even get a chance to Um, look at your supplemental information. Right, yeah. So supplemental information, you want to click on that picture as well. You want to be able to find the POI in the supplemental photo. And say, yep, I can see this, and there's more context. Shows that there's pedestrian access. So, the, yep, yep, and you can see it in. For those who are listening, it is in the the far back right of the supplementary information. So this is a good supplemental photo. Um, oops, what did I do there? What did I do? All right, so that's good. Uh, the descript- the supplemental information is dog service station for the Arbor community hub spot for the large number of dog owners in the community. Decent. 
it gives me a little bit more information about what this waste spot potentially is. This is turned for want. me from when you first brought it up. I'm thinking automatically one yeah. star and move on. Yeah. So I'm glad that we have this this yeah. one here, just kind of a random one for the new wayfinders who are looking at Wayfair maybe for the first time trying to get something included and earn an upgrade. So continue. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a, this is a good one that the, the Wayfair yes. gods have bestowed upon us. Uh, historic or cultural... See, this is what drives me nuts about this, and I don't want to get on a tangent, but historic or cultural significance, uh, you don't necessarily need to have this. So what I do is if it doesn't have any cultural or historic significance, which not everything needs to, mm -hmm. I just three-star. Right. In the middle, right? Um, is it visually unique? Eh, I mean... Yeah, probably for the area. I don't think it's not unique. These uh, here, these here. Yeah. If I'm talking to someone brand new, let's say you've got under a hundred reviews, or maybe even under a thousand reviews, what you have to realize is what's culturally significant in Charlotte, North Carolina, might not be culturally significant in yes. Ottawa. So there might be some things in Chris's area in the greater Ottawa area that is something that's a local hero you know, someone who's very, very, very important to the area. And I look at it and I'm like, I don't know who that person is. You know, um, you might come down to Charlotte and you might see something that's a Richard Petty theme. And if you're not a race fan or a NASCAR fan, you might not even know who Richard Petty is. But here we'd be like, oh, Richard Petty, rock on, you yeah. know. So you have to be kind of <laughs> careful with that. And that's one thing that I wish Niantic would, yes. would change up. Because if I'm using an upgrade and somebody in Los Angeles, California is seeing yours or mine, they might not understand the cultural relevance or even kind of an inside joke. You know, we've got some yes. statues in Charlotte that are only statues because something bad happened or something funny happened and they left it there. And you might look at it and go, what is that? You know, just to give you a perfect example mm -hmm. of that, I grew up in Portland, Oregon. And there's a statue in Portland, Oregon, of a guy wearing a trench coat. It's a bronze statue, a guy wearing a trench coat, and it looks like he's opening his trench coat like he's flashing them. And it was a statue um, in ode to the, one of the old mayors of the city who that was like one of his campaign things back in the 80s. He, you know, and then when you go around the other side, it was like his campaign ad, like a fully clothed person. But you know, but but right, yeah. that's really important to the people in Portland because I was like the mayor for eight years and it was like a huge viral campaign mm -hmm. before things were viral. But if you're in Ottawa, you might go, what this does, this is silly, you know, so you have to be really careful with that people when you're looking yeah. at things and just think this might not look culturally significant to you, but it is historically and culturally relevant yes. to the people of that area. And that's another reason that we can do a whole another show on upgrades on why they can be good and why they can be bad. So yeah, yeah. I saw on that same note. I, I was I can't remember where I saw it. It might have been one of my reviews. It was a plaque commemorating a park bench that used to be there that was destroyed mm -hmm. in a fire. So the plaque was memorializing gotcha. a park bench, <laughs> right? Which, right. Yeah. To me, it was funny. Yeah. Totally. Like, I thought it was funny. But like somebody from a, like a big city, you'd be like, right. that's not funny. Exactly. Why is that there? Right? That's not significant to me. But yeah. it's to that area. There's yeah. obviously a story there. So visually right? unique, culturally so. relevant. You know, it's 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 one it's one of those things. So it's very it's subjective. subjective. It is subjective. But if 
for me, if it's if it's not necessarily relevant to the the nomination, mm-hmm. I give it. Three I think stars, that's fair. Right? That's neutral. Yep, I think that's right fair. down the middle. Um, visually unique, mm-hmm. I would give this one a four. Um, it, it is mass produced, but it is probably mm-hmm. the only one in the area, right? Uh, safe access. You could see from the supplemental photo that there is a walking path right up to it. You can see it. So a hundred percent, there is safe access mm-hmm. five stars. So here is the fun one. So now we're going to move to check location accuracy. All right, and let's duplicates. Do it. So the first thing I do always put the satellite back on. Um, and then you take your mouse, go down to the bottom here and you'll see a whole bunch of waste spots that are on the map in the nearby area. Just take a quick scroll through and see if you see it anywhere in there. I'm gonna go slower than I normally go. Um, I always look right to the end because you never know if someone's trying to move, fake put something in from four mm-hmm. or five blocks down the street. Wait, people, people do that? So you scroll over to it. Yeah, oh yeah, all the time. You gotta be careful of fake nominations. Um, so if you need to, you can click on one of the pictures and it will show you where in relation to the pin. So this is the pin, the red dot is where they have said, hey, this is where this waste spot is. You click on the picture and it will open up this. So if it is a duplicate, you push the Marcus duplicate button. Now, Chris, what would happen? Pin, what would right? happen if Please. where they have the pin, let's say there's a canopy of trees over it. How, or is, there, is there any other way you can see it? To make sure it's not a fake location? Uh, the ones that under tree canopies are difficult. Um, you kind of want to hope that there's a photosphere in the area that you can see. Can, um, but there's not much that, that you dude can do. over there do? What does he do on the right side? So, let me, I'll get to the yellow, the yellow dude in one second. So just let me finish with this. If you want to click on the picture, you can see the bigger picture. Um, Let's go back over to the pin. And this is the Google Street View man. We call him the yellow, little yellow guy, man. Little you can pick him up and you can drag him where the blue lines, the teal lines are on the map. That's where you can drop the guy. And that's where the Google car has gone. And you can even see a preview there, right? So let's see if we can drop it right close to where this is. And it will open up the Google Street map. And then you can use this to zoom in and try and find the POI, which unfortunately you cannot see it right here, but this is where you go back to the supplemental photo and say, in relation to this picture, the supplemental picture, can I determine there? that this POI is where it's Now, one it thing is, I right? want to add, Chris, um, at the bottom of the screen uh, for you listening, there is a date of which Google Street View took this picture. Can you see that date? Does it show the date there? Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 No, it doesn't date. actually. I do, that, so that's, that's a oh, plugin that's you have to add. So oh, that's yeah. one of your fancy plugins, which we need to right. get Testone on to A, fix your plugins and yes. B, walk, walk right through the listeners. So if you've got one of the through. naughty plugins like I do, I've got all the, I've got so many naughty plugins that my plugins are on top of each other and I get crap for it. 
There's a plugin you can get that will show you the date of the Google Street View. Now, why that's important is, like I said, in my city, Charlotte, North Carolina, they're literally tearing down any patch of trees or grass in the city and putting up some form of concrete. So if this Google mm. Street View is any older than six months, it's probably not what it is now. Like there's like a whole little forest back behind where I live that they're putting up two new subdivisions. So they haven't updated the Google Street View. So if your Google Street View is older than a year or so, just keep that in mind that new construction may have happened or something yeah. else is going on. <clears throat> so here's what I'll say about this. You can tell off on the right here, there is this wooden flower bed kind of thing. And if you go up to the supplemental photo, you can see that same wooden flower bed off yes. on the left-hand side. There's also the stairs going up. And you go back to the street view, you can see the stairs going up. Um, one key here is it looks like the stairs are like a different color in the supporting photo. So it's likely that this street view is a little bit older. Um, the other thing that I noticed, if you look at the building, on the satellite view, it's got this little angle yep. little bit here. Um, if you look at the supporting photo, you can see the, the building in the supporting photo. Has it's one of those, kind of it checks out. So yeah, I'm it checks out. That's, that's, it checks out. Yeah, it checks out. So that's, so this one, because I can't find this on the map, but I believe that it exists. Um, they have ratings, so right, Rate one star if the nomination cannot be found. Three stars if likely to exist but is obscured. I think that it's probably behind yeah, I agree. that bush. So I would give three stars for I location. Agree. Right? So overall, mm -hmm. four stars. I'm going to give this four stars. Go down to the bottom. And this isn't necessarily... Oh, see, this one is... So the what is it sometimes is required, sometimes isn't. So always double check. Uh, water fountain, drinking fountain, waste bin. Yeah, I guess you consider it's a drinking fountain for dogs, not a water fountain, not a place nice. These are sometimes a little weird. Um, pick the one that you think is well, the best. Niantic uses it to I, I can tell you, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this was submitted through Ingress because if you submit it through Pokemon Go, you have to declare what it is, at least one, even if you do other. Yes. So this was probably yes, submitted do. through Ingress. And so the AI is picking up this and it's trying to guess of mm. what it is based on a reverse photo lookup and also what you put in your information. So if you see somewhere pre-filled in, yeah. you'll know that that's submitted through Pokemon Go. I also have a naughty little plugin that will tell me if it's Pokemon Go or Ingress. So yeah, anyways, mm. like I said, we have, we'll have to get Testo on to kind of walk us through the plugins, and yeah, we'll we'll first ask him yes, if that's going to get him in trouble with Niantic since he is an ambassador. We don't want to get him in trouble, so we'll have to Ooh, ask yeah. him. Yeah, we'll have to yeah, ask. We him don't want that. Okay. All right, so Chris, so are we ready to submit this that. submission now? I think that we are. So you have two options: you can either hit submit, and it will immediately bring you with another um, review, so you can continue on, or if you're done, you hit. Submit and finish reviewing. I thought for a second it was going to time us out there because you have a limited amount of time to do minutes. the review before it's it says, "Are you taking too long?" Yeah, I only know that twenty minutes. Okay, plug in that counts down. Right. But anyways, <laughs> oh, nice. I need to get that one. 
That was when I tell you, I literally have all the plugins. I have all the plugins, and that's why uh, people always give me a hard time because I literally have every plugin. All right. So then the other thing we we've already kind of talked about this is what is an upgrade and how do I get one and what do I do with it. So we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier before. Um, so mm-hmm. Chris, we tease this at the top of the show and you've talked about it a little bit. So what Niantic wants from us, what their ask is of every explorer who's going out and finding way spots. And I want to specifically tailor this next section to our friends and neighbors, our brothers and sisters in rural areas who don't have anything. Right. So do you want to go over the three criterias and then we'll go over them one by one and and see if we can find a good example i tried to find some things in a rural setting don't know how great i did but Mm. let's go so you want to go over number one right so number one is a good place to explore let me so we'll pull up this one on the screen this is a good place to explore. Yeah, so I'll I'll, I'll take this one, Chris. Uh, I think I had my name yep. on this one. Yeah, so I'll take this one. So this one is Seep Lakes. So what I want you to look at is if you can look at uh, the over, the, this is a screenshot, so this is not a live review, but if you look at kind of on the bottom left side of your screen, um, if you look at the background, that photo shows that this is legitimately out in the middle of nowhere. Right. So this is in um, this is in Warden, Washington, in Washington State in the Great Pacific Northwest. And it's it's a sign. So it's a sign that shows all of the different lakes. And it, it's a, it, it's a wooden sign on a metal post, two metal posts. And it's showing it's a directional sign showing where you can go. And, and you know, the description is Seep Lakes. And it's a place for quiet time, camping, fishing, and hiking. And I don't know, Chris, if you could get in any more of a rural area than this is. Uh, The supporting photo isn't great. It doesn't show the original POI in the supporting photo, but you get the point. And when you look down at the kind of overhead view, the satellite view, it kind of shows the confluence of two roads and where the pin is. So this is probably as rural as you're going to get. So what I'm trying to say to all the explorers out there, a good place to explore, like this is just in the country, and here's a random directional sign, something that you might see in a rural area. So I just using this to hopefully that will help you when you go out to look for something. Absolutely, yeah, and this is great. This is one of those places that's, it's got the sign, so it's pointing you in the direction of a bunch of other things that are probably yes. POI worthy. Right. So it's encouraging you to get out and go further on your hike, go further on your walk and say, hey, go explore over here. Go find out some new stuff, go out, get healthy, you know, all that sort of good stuff, which is one of the Niantic's core pillars, which is yeah. uh, so this is a great one. All right. You want to take number two? One. Number two. So we got number two is a good place to be social. So let me pull up. This is the. City of Weston Belvedere Bandshell. This is a bandshell um, with a fountain in the background, some uh, park benches sitting in front of it. So this is a place that it looks like a town center, which is a great place to go out to view uh, concerts or go out and meet with your fellow uh city members town members uh, enjoy a little concert enjoy a little play that they've probably put on here 
uh, little school plays. Uh, this is a great place to go out. The supporting information says large scenic seating area in park for music festivals and daily morning yoga Tai Chi practices. So they have Tai Chi, they have yoga there. Um, great. Another great place to exercise too, if you want to throw it into yeah, that. Category. that. Um, but yeah, this is, this is great. This is a great place to be social. <laughs> All right. The reason why I picked this one is the city of Weston is a really small town and it's in Florida. It's a small town. And one of the things that I have come to realize doing my research, regardless of the town you live in, the size of the town you live in, every town is going to have some sort of city hall or main meeting place, whether it's a courthouse, yeah. a city hall, uh, yeah. the mayor's residence. I don't care if your town is five people or 500 people or 5,000 people. There is some place where the city government or the county government does business. Now, again, this might not be right next to your house. I get that and I apologize. And you might have to travel a little bit to get there. So this is not a fix all for everyone. But if you live in a small town and your place of government is not in the game, this is 100% eligible through a lot of different criteria aside from the main criteria that we're talking now. So go out and take a look. And if you can you know, get this POI in the game, hopefully you can get a gym. And you can have another place to add on to mm -hmm. your playboard. So we could get really deep into the weeds on how you actually create a gym. I don't know that we do we want to do that. I don't know that we want to do that, right? Yeah, let's take that one. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about So there are ways yeah. that you can influence a gym being born. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that on another episode after we make sure that we can talk about that. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> Anyways, this town of Weston in Florida is a very small town. Um, it's a couple hours away from a big city. And obviously, the, the well, let me, let me back up and say the actual town hall is in the game. But this uh, pavilion band shell was not in the game. And it's not new because I looked back at several years of photos on the satellite imagery and it's been there for a couple of years. So it's not mm -hmm. like they just built this and people are like, oh, Jamal, this is new construction. This has been there since at least pre-pandemic. So that's a good oh, example wow. of something that a rural town can do. So again, every little mm -hmm. town should have some governmental place of business that you can go and um, be social. Cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Number yeah. three. Number three, um, as we pull this one up, this is in a language that is not English. <laughs> and we might need to have um, our friends, Kwan or other people kind of tell us how bad we butcher it. Now, Chris, I was going to talk about this one, but your pronunciation last week and the week before was excellent. So if you don't mind giving a stab at this one, I'll talk about it. Okay. All right. So the title is Seinenweg Rao Suth Pachor. And the first part of the description is Har Kanst Nai Wege Etharenli. And the, the bottom part is cut up. So I can't quite read it. The supporting information is Tail des Bruckberger Seinenweges. Mit dem man seinen Körper neu entdecken kann. 
That works for me. So someone halfway translated this for me and the, the, the description. So the part that kind of gave it away for me a little bit in there, I can see the word parkour, which is kind of talks about a little bit what it is. Essentially, this is a trail for people who are in wheelchairs. So they built this specifically around this area. I looked at it over the satellite map. It's a wheelchair. I don't want to say training area, but you know, kind of how like if you go to your local school and there's like a track and you just kind of walk around around the track, essentially this is a place for wheelchairs. So I wanted to pick this one partly because a lot of the things that I've been seeing and reading on Twitter is people were saying that if you were disabled specifically, it's hard for you to get out. And I thought this was interesting that the translation is essentially um, a, a, a training place for people in wheelchairs. So a good place to exercise. I don't know if you have thoughts on this one. Yeah, apparently I was muted there. Uh, no, this is a good one. I think it's it's a definitely it's a paved path. So it encourages exploration um, and encourages exercise. So people who are have some mobility issues, you can uh, it's a nice flat path for you to get out there. on. Now, the thing I don't one. love about this, Chris, if I'm being honest, I don't love that the pictures are pretty much the same the main photos and the supporting photos, but for all of the new wayfinders out there now, I've probably got a different opinion than everybody else in the world. I shouldn't say that. Maybe not everybody, but when I'm reviewing, I tend to give a little more leniency to some things. If I know this isn't a part of the world or part of my local area that does not have, that's a more rural area. I'm going to look at this with a little more grace mm-hmm. than I would in an area where there are a lot more Pokestops or a lot more POIs or a lot more way spots. Now, that's not necessarily in the criteria, yes. but as we are trying to encourage rural area people to get out there and do that, wayfinders around the globe are, are here to support you. So if this is all you got, yes. then do it. And people will take care of you, right? Now, there's yeah. always going to be some gatekeepers 100%. out there. But if in your area, and I looked at, like I said, I looked at the satellite view, this is it. If this is it, we're good with it. We want you guys to be able to play all the yeah. Niantic games just as much as anybody else. So normally, I'd really be a little more yeah. critical mm-hmm. of essentially the same photo in both places. But in this one, I understand what the, what the nominator was trying to do, and I'm here for it. Absolutely. Yeah. And like this is when I'm doing my reviews, I'm in the same boat. I'm kind of I'm more lenient and more forgiving in an area that doesn't have a lot of waste spots than I am. If you've got 975,000 right. in your area, I'm a little bit more more critical. Right. But something like this, if there's nothing around, right. then 100 percent. Go out, enjoy, spin your spin your books, nice. block your portal. All right. So hopefully um, Explorers, that was kind of a good breakdown. And again, my call to action is to everyone who can hear my voice or see my see my picture and you live in a city, get in your car, get on your motorbike, get on your scooter, drive 20 or 30 minutes north, south, east or west away from all the big buildings and out to where there's bigger trees and buildings and look for your mom and pop shops, look for your little ace hardware stores look for the little post office that are not in the game it's a great way to get out and explore Mm -hmm. now that the weather's getting nicer in the northern hemisphere i know in the southern hemisphere it's different but in the normal normal let me start that over in the northern hemisphere uh where i'm at and where chris is at in chris's area hopefully the snow is starting to melt and you can get out and drive around but 
please go out and help your your rural trainer buddy like go do it go find something look at the map see Absolutely. find something that's not on the map and nominate it i'm personally going to do that i'm going to get outside of charlotte I'm going to go out to the surrounding areas. I'm mm -hmm. going to look at the map. I'm going to find things that aren't in there and I'm going to nominate it. And hopefully I'm going to be able to help a rural trainer have something that, you know, I know this is not a Pokemon show, but have something that can help them on Wednesday raid days so they can get out there and raid in person, mm -hmm. create some more Pokestops, create some more gems. Wayfair is here to help all yep. the games, right? As Chris and I do this, We'll probably have Absolutely. an episode that's more focused on creating portals or more focused on creating flowers. For this one specifically, we want to get things on the Lightship database that are going to help out those rural trainers in Pokemon Go. Absolutely, yeah. And if you can't get out to a rural community, use the Google Street Map, right? Drive the Google car around and find someone in that rural area who might not know what's in their area and say, hey, I found this for you. I found this for you. I found this for you. Have you considered this? Have you considered that? Right. So so if you know that there's people out there who are who are struggling. Now, if you're watching this, you can email Chris and I, wayspotters at pokemonprofessor.com. You can always send us an email. If you are in a rural area and you don't know what to do, email us. Send me some cross streets, right? Send me, you know, 123 Main Street mm -hmm. and the cross street is, is Graham in your city, state, zip code, wherever you are in the world, I will look it up. I will do the overhead view and I will drive the little Google car around and I will send you back suggestions. So there's many listeners, there's Absolutely. many listeners over the year that we've been doing this podcast that I've helped and you've gotten things into the game. The other thing you can do is you can call our hotline, 704-426-3710. I will do my best not to answer the phone when it rings because this actually rings on my cell phone. And I know I've done that a couple of times and freak people out. So if I see uh, it's a it's a Google number, so I'll make sure I don't answer it. But Chris and I get emailed the voicemails, right? So we'll listen to your voicemail. Again, we will get in the Google car and drive it around and um, we will do our best to help you out. Both of us love doing it. I really love doing it. I really love helping it. Yeah. So you have two allies yeah. here who will drive the Google car around and give you suggestions. Um, and if you want to buy me a plane ticket, I'll fly out to your city and I'll nominate it myself, you know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, if that happens, dude, that would be awesome. awesome. I don't know if I don't I don't know if anybody's that dedicated. You never but, know. You know. Yep. Hey, so, the options so, there. Like I have my I have the email right. goes to my phone, right? So like I yeah, I get it all so the again, time. So well, that's we're right. incredibly email responsive. us waystspotters at PokemonProfessor.com or again call our hotline 704 426 three seven one zero so chris that was a lot but we have one more item of business before we go to to break and tintino dropped some news on yes. us this week do you want to go over this news tintino dropped on us he did yes and oh yes so i don't know if if our listeners or our viewers noticed last week earlier this week niantic pulled a lot of nominations into Niantic voting, right? So there are ways that you can get your submission pulled into Niantic voting. I'm not going to talk about how to do that, but there are ways. Our so Discord there was a lot of stuff that right now, did... like literally right now, our Discord is talking about it right now. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I saw the ping. Yeah, so they uh, 
they, they pulled a lot. Like it was a lot and it was not the way that we normally expect them to pull nominations. Right. And they can pull stuff randomly from here to there. Right. They like to pull stuff in for whatever reason, just because they're bored, I guess. Um, but it was a lot. Like I had two of mine pulled in mm-hmm. at the same time. And there, I know people who had like three or four pulled in. Right. So Tintino dropped this yesterday. Um, and I'm going to read it for everyone. I probably won't read the whole thing, but I'll read the, the beginning of it. The, so first of all, I want to call it to the ambassadors who were fantastic. They were all over the forums where people were posting this saying, Hey, I got six of mine pulled into Niantic voting. What's going on? Um, a lot of the ambassadors were on the forum saying, Hey, this isn't normal. We've escalated it. Thank you for the information. So big thank you to the um, ambassadors who helped with this investigation. Big thank you to anybody. Yes. Uh, everybody who posted examples on the forum. Niantic gets a lot of crap for not addressing things quick. They, they were all over this and they came to this resolution quickly. Hello, explorers. Thank you to all who've helped this with this investigation by providing examples and connecting with our ambassadors. Thankfully, this is a bug, but not a bug, but rather intended impact from one of our systems calibrations. Moving forward, you will not experience this issue as we have corrected the number of nominations it's pulling into Niantic Review. So essentially what they were doing is they were calibrating their system for, because it automatically pulls stuff into Niantic Review. So they were calibrating that for some reason and it pulled a lot right. more than now, it remember should, right? we talked. I don't know if it was last week or the week before or the week before that, that they had pulled in 80 or 90,000 in a dark uh, review. So I yes. wonder if this is the aftermath of that. I don't know the answer. I'm just kind of speculating. It, it could be. Um, but I, I think that it's probably part of that. And I think they were fixing their systems to kind of aid in the backlog and aid in the, the quick review of certain. And I asked some people in the discord, for examples of what they had pulled in. And it was like a random smattering of a bunch of stuff that I couldn't pinpoint a, an exact trigger as so to speak. So careful there. Careful um, there. They said, <laughs> I mean, be yeah. careful there. Yeah, exactly. You're getting into some, yeah, just gotta, be careful. <laughs> um, we noticed that it was pulling nominations that were upgraded. So it, they fixed it. So if you've upgraded your nomination, it will not pull it into Niantic review. Um, and they said that and if you spent an upgrade and they pulled it into Niantic Review and you lost that upgrade, you will be refunded. That is clutch. Which is... That is so key. Yeah, that is huge. That is huge. My goodness. I've lost an upgrade over some weird yeah. stuff before and never gotten it back. And I'm like, screw it. I'll just do 100 more reviews more out of spite than anything else. But the fact that, <laughs> but the fact that Tintino and team are going to refund an upgrade, I think that is such... Niantic has been just taking L's and L's and L's left and right, left Mm -hmm. and right. And Wayfair is kind of niche to a lot of people, you know, won't know about it. But those of us who Wayfair know that this is a big W and thank you to Niantic for that after, you know, just the L's they've been taking. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I suspect that that was the ambassadors going, Hey, you might want to refund the upgrades. And then I think it was, yeah, no, it's a good idea. Right. So I, I 100% believe that that was 
not necessarily nice <laughs> with the ambassador saying kind of nudge, nudge, uh, right? So, but kudos to them for for accepting that feedback and saying, no, that's 100%, that's a good idea and including it in the original message because that could have been right. disastrous. Absolutely. Right? Um, there was, it says, if your nomination is currently in Niantic voting as a result of being placed on hold and then resubmitted, this is intentional and not as an impact on the new system calibration, those will not be sent back to the community reviewing. So as part of their backlog cleanup, they said, hey, put your old stuff on hold and then review it and then take it off hold and then we'll take it. So they've taken those and they're not going back. So that's that's stuck that you're good there. Um, yeah, you can expect your upgrades to be reimbursed no later than next week on April 14th, 2023. And I, I've heard from a couple of people that they've already nice. gotten theirs back. So they're working through it. So it sounds yeah, like that's no, more great. of a drop dead date. Because I was going to say that's kind of oddly specific, but yeah. that's good. Right on. So Niantic, yes. good job. We're Everyone is quick to yeah. just shoot them with an arrow Close. right in between the Cheers. eyes when they do something bad. So let's give them a thumbs up. Mm, I think, you know what? Honestly, it's it's the Wayfair team. They've been a lot more communicative lately. They've been a lot more open about what they're doing. Uh, they've been doing a lot better job at communicating with the uh, the player base. And I, again, thank yes, you, Ambassadors. But yeah, no, kudos to Niantic. That's, great. This is great. All right, Chris, we went over a lot of stuff in this first part. And, and we're yes, already we going long. So you want to take a little short break, play some dad jokes? And then we'll come back and we'll do some yes. poll of the week, waste spot of the week, and we'll let everybody get on with their Sunday. Hi, this is Course Leo, and you're listening to the Waste Spotters Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Waste Spotters Podcast. I'm JT Val. Oh, no, I screwed that up. Clip that one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, get some better jokes already. It's season two. My buddy loves dad jokes, but he doesn't have any kids. Does that make him a faux pas? I lost 20% of my roof last night. Oof. We're renovating our house, and the first floor is going great. But the second floor? Well, that's another story. wedding was so beautiful. Even the cake was in tears. I was once a personal trainer until I gave a two-week notice. I can tolerate algebra, maybe even a little light calculus, but geometry, that's where I draw the line. I just paid $100 for a belt that doesn't fit. What a huge waste.
All right, explorers, welcome back to the Waste Botters Podcast, episode 65, the episode that is dedicated to the rural trainer, helping you get things in the game and on the board so you can play it. You're joined by myself, Blaine Jamal, and Chris, Professor Glau. And we are here. Chris, did you enjoy your break? I did. I it was very nice. a refill of water. I've been trying to drink a little more water. And it's in my Oregon Ducks cup mm. there. So everybody who's watching on the on the video version, you see nice. uh, Puddles the Duck, the mascot for the University of Oregon. So without further ado, let's nice. go right into our Waste Spot of the Week, which we need to get a little sounder for Waste Spot of the Week. We need to do that. Maybe may, maybe yes, we'll reach we out to do. Pen Pal Simon and he'll write us a little rap. And we'll 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 have a little hey, rap that'll go. lead us into the waste spot of the week. So, Pin Pal Simon, if you're listening, let let's let's make some beautiful music together. <clears throat> All right, go ahead. Waste spot of the week. Take it away. So, waste spot of the week is comes to us from Shrandamar in the Wayfair Discussion Discord, the Waste Celebration Channel. Uh, it is a direction sign for a hiking trail. So it's got two pictures um, going cross with each other. One of them is, it looks like a green trail. One of them looks like a blue trail. Uh, the picture is is super zoomed in, but it's like, it's just, it's a beautiful picture. It's of gorgeous. This, um, it's gorgeous. Trail marker. Yes. It's a gorgeous picture. Um, and I'm going to read the title. The title is in Danish. So to our Danish viewers and listeners, if I butcher this, uh, <laughs> please let me know. Uh, send us send us an auto audio file with the correct pronunciation and we will play it. I don't on know a future if, show. If, if the listeners um, have noticed my my theme that I, I I'm throwing you all these weird languages, but you're taking it like a champ. <laughs> so I'm looking at this going, this would be really good, but this would be really easy for Chris to pronunciate. Let me go find something. I don't think we've ever had oh. a Danish nomination before. Shout out to everybody in Denmark and that part of Europe. So this is gorgeous. Go ahead. It is a gorgeous picture. Yeah. So the title is Stimarkor Til Hoy Baladen Og Hong Lastian. And it means, it just means Stimarkor to Hoy Baladen and Holmstalen. So, which is the two areas, I'm guessing towns or cities or destinations that these trails go to. Uh, so yeah, if I butchered that, please let me know. Um, yes, I try and, my best. Uh, another shout out <laughs> to the rural trainer. So the theme of this is the rural trainer. So this is obviously somewhere that is not in the middle of a city. Another example of something you can do as a more rural person, go out and find these signs. I'm sure they're there. I can't guarantee they're there, but I've found enough of them to say that in more rural areas, you're going to find things like this. So hopefully this gives you another example of something that you can find that you can nominate to put into the game. And before we get to coal of the week, I understand a little birdie has told me, Chris, that uh, we have a, uh, audio file from last week. You yes. want to set this up? So last week, 
one of the lovely coals of the week that uh, we had was German. And I feel that I did pretty well with the uh, pronunciation of it. and But it was from our friend uh, Kroner in the Pokemon okay. Professor Discord. And I tagged him with the TikTok that I made of the Cole of the Week. And he sent me an audio file of his pronunciation, probably the correct <laughs> pronunciation. Um, so thank you very much, Kroner, for that. And we're going to go ahead and play that now. Klohäuschen Südstadtpark. Ein stilles Örtchen im Park für kleine und große Geschäfte. So right. yeah, there you go. Now I know. There is the correct pronunciation of last week's Cole of the Week. And maybe I will do uh, another TikTok with, with his pronunciation in there. And send Ooh, that, back that would so be that interesting. It's, yeah. it's out there in the I, world. With the, you know, the I'm going to learn how to speak German just by doing this so, podcast. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to learn German just by doing this podcast. Yes. So absolutely. Speaking of Cole of the Week, done. let's go ahead and play the jingle and let's get into this week's Cole of the Week. So here's the jingle. I've been working on the way fair all the live long day. I've been working on the way there just to pass the uh oh. Oh no. Hey Jamal, I found some coal. Alright. So for this week's coal of the week, we have two. So this comes to us from our friends at Wayfair Coal on Twitter. I'm shouting them out again. We're going to have them on the show at some mm -hmm. point when we can get the schedules to, to align. But let me see. Let's pull this up here on screen so we can show everyone what we're looking at. I got to hit the button. Aha. There we go. There we go. So what we are looking at is this one, this Coal of the Week. It's Chris Chan Memorial Site. And as I look at this, if I'm not mistaken, this is just a lamppost on the side of a street, right? I'm I'm not I'm not making that yeah. up, right? Like I'm not missing something, right? No. Nope. It's a lamppost on the side of the street. And what's really funny about this is Wayfarer Cole had some very interesting um commentary <laughs> about it. <laughs> and it's it's on the tweet. Yeah. Um and it's one of those he says, and I'm quoting, I'm gonna leave out some swear words so we don't have to bleep ourselves. If you think so highly of Chris, then why is your memorial a concrete block that probably gets peed on by every bleep dog who passes by? It's also a fake, and it's located at a high school, so it probably gets peed on by teen boys rather than dogs. <laughs> I I gotta say, I love his tweets and his descriptions of the coal. It's I'm like, amazing. I'm like, it's fantastic. Okay. I mean. The first visual you get of a dog walking by, kind of, hey, statue, let me do my business, right? But then I get the visual of a teenage boy, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is going somewhere where I was not expecting it. But Wayfarer Cole is right. Um, it's a fake nomination. Yeah. It's it's a lamppost outside of a high school. And, you know, it really it, – it's a little bit disrespectful if there really is a Chris Chan that died to disrespect that person like this. And yep. if there's not a Chris, and if there's not 100%. a Chris Chan that didn't die, that's just bad form to wish death on someone else. So it's wrong on a whole different couple. Yeah. A hundred percent. 
Absolutely. <laughs> right. All right. So <laughs> moving right along, let's go on to Cole of the Week number two. And this one also comes to us from Wayfair Cole. And let's go ahead and pull let's Wayfair Cole. Yeah, he Wayfair had a good Cole week. had a gr- had a great had a week. week. An excellent had a week. week. All right. So here we go. Here is uh Cole. Oh. Might help if I press the right button. All right. Here's Cole of the Week number two. This is all yours. So Cole of the Week number two is a Donk poop station. Um, so it, it's not multi-use of the one we reviewed before. It's just, it's a, it's got doggy poop bags and a garbage can. <laughs> and it, it, the picture is, it looks like a, a dog that kind of mm. looks like Snoopy, but it's it's definitely not Snoopy. Um, the title is Snoopy. Snoopy, and Snoopy dog leash sign. And the uh, supporting information is gathering place. Um, so Wayfarer Cole says, point the first, nobody hangs out at a dog poop trash right. can. Unless you're uh, a fly. <laughs> yeah, unless you're a fly, which, um, flies can't right. spend exactly. on the top, so, uh, X. At point the second, yes. it's a fake Snoopy. It, it is definitely a fake Snoopy. That is not a real Snoopy. <laughs> I need to know. We we have to have Wayfarer Cole on and and the person, people, him, her. I'm not I'm not even sure how many people run this account if it's more than one. But I want to know how many Mm. they review every week because they knock it out of the park. And I don't know if they just get lucky, but they really knock it out of the park when it comes to finding Cole and putting it up there. So I will continue to promote them. I think they do a great job. And and, and for our listeners, yes. I know a few people have reached out and asked and said, who is this? Someone asked, Hamtaro asked me, "Is was this my my burner Twitter account? Am I doing this? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I can't take credit for this. I'm not that good. I'm like, I wish no this was my burner account and I was doing it. But so it's, it's not. So, all right. So hope you guys enjoyed Gosh. the call of the weeks one and two. And... Uh, you will be seeing those in video form sometime this week. Um, Chris, mm-hmm. can I pat you on the back for a second before we close out? You've been killing the video aspect. Yeah, sure. Like, I, I really oh, appreciate you. it. You're bringing so much to the show, and um, you're killing it. And people are like, wow, we get to see what you guys look like. And I've also been told that I need some things behind me instead of just a blank wall with the picture. Like, I've got to get, like, some plushies mm-hmm. and some Funkos and – some other stuff. So I'll work on that. May I have a green screen over here. Maybe I'll just put the green screen up and just put things on the green screen. So we'll see. Yeah. I can do backgrounds. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I had someone ask me that Voltron right there. Yes, that is Voltron. And yes, oh, it does come. Oh, okay. And then if you tilt yes. to your other side of your shoulder, there's a Pokeball over there, right? Not the other way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There you're is. like, you got... oh man, I don't even know which way I'm going. <laughs> there it is. Let's just go this way. There's a Pokeball. There's like a, a couple Pokeballs, a Snorlax, a Mewtwo. Um, that is that, I don't know if a lot of people know this, that's that Pokey Anatomy book that for Gen 1 that came out a while ago. Nice. Um, some right. cards and stuff. So I'm going to have to step my game yeah, up now up. that we're, we're doing a video. Of... So your game is stepped up. I'm going to have to step mine up. So, yeah. all right, everybody. Um, Thank you. We're going to go ahead and close out this episode. And I want to say from Chris and I and everybody who has anything to do with the Waste Butters podcast, for those rural trainers who have been affected 
by the recent changes by Niantic. Hopefully we said something today that will help you get out there, meet you a hashtag, meet you out there, find something new to get into the game, to get it voted on, to get a, a, a stop or a gym in your local area. And again, if you need help, you can always reach out to us. Send us an email, wayspotters at pokemonprofessor.com, or you can call the hotline 704-426-3710. All right. So thank you guys all. We really appreciate you. And we can't have an episode of Wayspotters without shouting out our executive producer, Kate DeCons. You rock. As well as all of our other patrons, we love you. But Kate, rock on, and I'll continue to send you weird things in the middle of the night. We appreciate you. <laughs> and then you answer like in the middle of the night. So it's, it's weird. I don't know. Anyways, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Wayspotters. If you like what you hear and what you heard, there's a couple of different ways that you can show us. The first way that you can show us is you can follow us. Follow us on Twitter at Wayspotters. We are incredibly responsive and we do our best to answer questions as soon as they come in or shortly thereafter. You can also rate us on the podcast service that you're currently listening to us on, such as Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple, Google, iHeartMedia, and many others. If you ask me and if you ask Chris, five stars are the best stars. The second thing you can do is you can visit our website, wayspotters.com. From there, you can find out where you can get the links to download the show. You can also send us a message directly to our inbox at wayspotters at pokemonprofessor.com. We really look forward to hearing from you. For our American listeners, you can leave us a voicemail on our hotline, 704-426-3710. You never know, if you're incredibly lucky, your voicemail may appear on an upcoming episode of the show, or you can send us a message directly from Twitter. And finally, if you're not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join for as little as $1 US a month. You will have access to all the discords of all the family of shows across the Pokemon Professor Network, including Wayspotters, Special Conditions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcasts, and Lord Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. With that, we look forward to you listening to us again next week. We want to thank you for listening to Wastebotters. And remember, there's only one way to stop a fire. Pause my mixtape.